Welcome to the Director's Chair Podcast, Beyond the Chair, presented by ICTV. We're joined here today by returning guest, Nico Stikos, the man with the coolest first name ever, to uh, kind of check in on what he's been doing since his time on the Director's Chair. Nico, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. It's uh, nice to be back. Yeah, a little bit of a different environment in here than, than we had in the studio, but it's going to be good. A little more cozy, you know. You know. <laughs> a lot more cozy, yeah. Very, very snug, very snug. So, Nico, what have you been working on since D.C.? Whew. Yeah, it's, it's uh, been a second and uh, been a lot of projects in between since Karma, actually. Obviously, I've been working on my thesis ever since that ended, and a ton of editing projects as well, actually. This past week, I was working on eight different editing projects, and they weren't even for school. It was crazy. So, yeah. Wow, yeah. So, let's talk a little bit about Karma. Uh, You were here on the director's chair on ICTV.org. Check it out. (laughs) Uh, We were talking about your film. At the time, you were still in the the post production process, but I understand now you've 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 finished editing and you're you've moved on in the past. So, what happened with Karma? Where did you take it? How did it turn out? Yeah, so Karma was definitely a big learning curve, and I enjoyed it a lot. It was my first, I would say, big set that I directed myself, and it was a great time. Had a lot of fun. Everybody did a great job, and um, didn't do much with the film. I sent it off to everybody who worked on it, so they have a copy. They can use it for whatever they want. But I really wanted to devote my efforts into my thesis film and use everything from that that I learned, all my mistakes and everything I did well, to put into my thesis. And I just kind of just put it to the side and started working harder on my thesis. And now we're in editing stages of it. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So your thesis is called What We Deserve. Is that correct? It is. It's been through a couple names. There was Four Green Walls, uh, but now it's What We Deserve. And yeah, I'm excited for it. It's a pretty crazy film. <laughs> yeah, well, if it's, uh, it's uh, so crazy, tell us a little bit about it. Elevator pitch, log line, give us the spiel. Yeah, so it's these four friends from high school who come back from college after not seeing each other. And they have this last party before splitting ways. Nice. But they're all envious of each other for different reasons. Ooh. And it uh, bubbles over and things get kind of crazy. Yeah, nice. So what was your inspiration for this story? Walk us through your, your creative process from from the birth of this idea, uh, having it as a little idea baby, raising <laughs> it. Walk us through that. Yeah, so it, it started um, about a year and a half ago. I was on set with Adam Co. We kind of just like linked and we were like, we want to make this film together, our thesis. And so we started meeting every week and we didn't really know what we wanted, but we knew we wanted horses in our film. For some Always. reason, it was just like horses. Nobody's yeah. done this. We're going to do this. You got to have the horses. And eventually the horses disappeared oh. and we kept building our film and the summer came and went. And we're like, okay, we need to finish our script now. <laughs> Go into thesis with our script. So we finished it up. We filmed three weeks after school started. So it was nice, nice early on. Gave us a lot of time for editing. And filming went pretty smoothly. The week before we started filming was definitely the rockiest part of the whole process. Um, some things kind of went down and we weren't sure what was going to happen. But I, uh, I reached out to everybody, smoothed things out, and uh, we filmed. And here we are now almost uh, to the stages of sound editing and color. So so, so once again, we, we find you here 
being interviewed by by myself in the the stages of post production for your project. Yep, yep, it's uh very similar, you know, a little deja vu. <laughs> yeah, kind of. We can't keep meeting like this, Nico. I know. One yeah. of these days, you got to come in here with something something done. Oof, <laughs> oof, that one hurts. <laughs> no, yes. uh, no offense intended. Just poking a little bit of fun. So, what was the uh, what was the inspiration for for this project? For what we deserve? Where where are you drawing from? Yeah, so we were working on this other idea for a while that was more horror oriented, um, kind of like cult kind of. Uh, this family suicide kind of crazy th- idea. Wow. But then we had a little setback with the location. So we had to change our idea because they didn't want us to shoot as much inside. So we decided to shoot more in the barn. And we kind of threw around a couple ideas of more like real stories that we could use and twist a bit to make into our own story. Just because yeah. real stories are obviously more realistic. Absolutely. Um, so we took this funny story that my that Adam's cousin had told to him about getting stabbed with a knife by accident and then having to go to the hospital and there's this crazy thing where they're in the back of the truck (laughs) of course of course anyway so we we started adapting that and completely changed from that idea but that's where it began from a true story into this completely different crazy radical story yeah so the uh the the party the epic final bombshell party where everybody hates each other a little bit (laughs) is uh not necessarily true, but there there are some true elements there. Yeah, it's been twisted a lot, but the very the very first idea came from a true element. Yes. Do you have any uh, examples of of some more kind of life elements that you've uh, twisted around and, and and put into this film? When you're writing a script, you definitely take a lot from your own life. I would say, after you guys see this film, I wouldn't want to I wouldn't want to really push that point because it gets pretty crazy, and I haven't taken most of it, but. Just in terms of just trying to write the characters um, correctly, um, just finding those pieces of yourself that feel more realistic and more true and kind of investing those in characters or taking people like people that you know that you don't necessarily like or things like that and putting those characteristics into your people in your script. Yeah, uh, definitely. Nice. So we, we have four characters. One's Jackson. He's the main character. Um, he's leaving after this party to go to L.A., never come back from this small town. Then we have Steve, who is who he hates, and Steve is dating Becky. Jackson hates Steve? Yep. Okay. Jackson okay. hates Steve. I'm following. Uh, Steve is dating Becky. Right. And uh, she feels stuck in this relationship. They're back from college, and now they're back at this party. And then there's also Josh, who is Jackson's best friend. And so there's these four... And they haven't seen each other during college, and now they come back for this party. And Jackson dated Becky in high school for Ooh, a bit. Drama. So now he's trying to get her back and bring her with him to L.A. Um, it's all a little bit on the down low, but... Lots of conflict between mm-hmm. Jackson and Steve. And uh, who was the... Uh, so there's Jackson, Steve, Becky, and, and who was the, the fourth character? Josh. So Josh... Josh. Yeah. Josh is uh, Jackson's best friend. Where do Josh's animosities lie? In the earlier drafts of the script, Josh almost had this a um, little bit of a crush on Jackson to a point, like a kind of like a, a bromance thing. And know him and love him. Yeah, and Jackson is obsessed with Becky, so <laughs> so he gets uh, he gets a little uh, focused on Becky a lot and obsessed with her. So then that gets Josh annoyed. Um, but that in the newest version of the script, that's uh, it's not as much in there. So. Yeah, so lots of different elements happening in your script. 
Uh, and if if I'm correct, Karma was your your first time really directing, and this is your your second time directing something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was I talked to my friends and like, oh, you've directed a lot, and I was like, I've worked on a lot of like other types of projects, but right. in terms of like a short film with a full crew, this is definitely my second time doing it. Yeah, yeah. So, what are some of the lessons you learned from Karma that you've taken into what we deserve? Definitely uh, give yourself time to prep for pre-production. Plan it all out. We did that for what we deserve. It was great. And we we nailed it. And the whole crew did a great job. And it's just nice having that the whole plan for yourself. That way you can use it or you can not use it. But at least it's there, you know? Right. Better to Better to have it and not need it than to need it and not have it. Exactly. Yeah. So what was it like directing something, a, a script with, with so many different subtle complexities in the in the character interactions did you have any any struggles in directing your actors to portray that in the way that you wanted i would definitely say we had to work into it the toughest part was we had to start off with the craziest scene um i don't want to give away too much um but we had to start off with like the craziest action scene so i had to really give a good talk to the actors before we started kind of get into their minds show them what I wanted, where their headspace has to be um, before starting because there was no way to build up. It was just you had to start on 10. Right, yeah. So that's that's one of the challenges in in shooting these films here at school. You know, you, you do the pre-production, you're planning all your all your steps, all your locations, where you need to shoot, and something like that happens. You know, your craziest scene is, is the most convenient to shoot first. So, And you, do you feel like you, you handled it well? Yeah, I mean, we had some pretty good actors. I was happy with them. One of them came from New York City. Um, all the rest of them were from Ithaca College, but they're all very professional and really got in their mind to get in that character. But yeah, I was pretty happy with it. We did a little t- couple tweaks and things like that and definitely got a lot better angles this film opposed to Karma and uh, camera work definitely stepped up a notch for sure. Yeah, uh, one of the one of the main things we talked about. I, I was rewatching our our interview earlier today <laughs> to uh, you know kind of get a, a base point for you. One of the things we talked about a lot was your camera work in your film. So and and you seemed very excited about it for Karma. What are what did you change? Are you still moving with lots of long kind of flowing artistic shots? How how has your your shooting style changed? Yeah. So in Karma, we definitely liked running longer, just keeping the actors going. We did this. We did the same thing in What We Deserve, giving those longer takes. We don't necessarily use the longer takes, and we got better at making them so we could cut them um, more efficiently because in Karma, we do the long takes, but it would look weird because we're moving around so much. So if we cut them, chopped them up, it would look pretty bad. Yeah. What We Deserve, I would I let them run for like most of the scene as well, so it was easier to cut up, but it, it cut better for sure because there was a little less of the tracking and moving for each character. Yeah, do you think that um, shooting longer uh in in your scenes do you think does that lend to a more natural feel for your actors you know since it's not so short it it can feel more natural for them almost like like theater yeah i mean three of them were or two of them are theater students yeah i definitely just like letting my actors do their thing and then just let them run with the whole scene see what they do and then you know come up with my own notes and tweak it a bit but i give them the talking before and then they take that and twist it how they want to and do their job on it because it's it's a collaboration. It's not just me. It's both of us. It's the whole team. So yeah, nice. So so speaking of your team, what did your what did your team look like? What was your job, and what were some of the the notable jobs on set? 
Yeah, so of course I directed. Um, I had Adam who wrote co-wrote with me. He was the DP, and then both of us were editing it right now. Uh, he's going to do color. So we're we're pretty pretty locked into the film. Yeah, I mean we had uh, obviously the four actors and um, an AC, and we had the set photographer who was also doing stunt coordination. Uh, he did an amazing job. So it, lots of lots of uh, stunts in this film. Yeah, yeah, I would say I'd say a decent amount. <laughs> stunts gave me some air quotes there. Uh, do you have any? Without spoiling spoiling the film, what are some of the stunts that you you pulled off here? I got a good amount of uh, you know punches and couple uh, tackle, you know. Okay. Things like okay. that. A little elbow action going on. And yeah. And did you have did you have stunt doubles or were these uh, all performed by your your main four actors? Yeah, I'll perform by our main actors. We didn't have we didn't have the cash, you know. <laughs> right. Yeah. Does uh, is there any any additional uh, paperwork or anything you need to do if you want to include that kind of thing or just kind of going for it? Um. Well, we definitely made sure to plan everything out, make sure it was safe because we have um we had stunt knives on set. Um, we had a real knife as well, so you just have to make sure everything's planned out to the T. Everybody knows what's going on in each scene. They're only touching the knives when they need to be touching them. Right, absolutely. Um, we didn't even end up using the real knife. We just used the, the prop ones the whole time, so it was great. We had one without the blade, one with the blade, um, and then, of course, you have to add the blood and things like that. It's got, got pretty cool, but, you know, we ran we ran into a couple issues with fake blood, but uh, mm. we, we got through it, and hopefully uh, we'll add a little bit more in uh, after. Yeah. Well, now, folks, we've just learned there is a a knife and fake blood in the film. Ooh. Content warning. Maybe a little bit of spoilers or something to get you hooked. And anybody out there who wants to work for Nico Stikos, now you know he's very safe on set. <laughs> I do my best. I do my best. We keep it exciting, but you know, as long as people are safe, that's what matters. Um, yeah. But it was we had a lot of fun. You know, multiple people from set came up to me and were like, "I really enjoyed it," and that that meant a lot. You know, but we put hours and hours and hours into this film and the fact that people enjoyed being on set was uh was great and the location was really cool it was this farm it was adam's uh aunt's farm up in geneseo new york beautiful location at that time there was corn surrounding the whole farm which is a really awesome. cool aesthetic nice. it's kind of like claustrophobic right. um feel and then massive barn that we shot most of the film in farmhouse from the 1800s really cool fact it was built out of old uh, circus train car wood so wow. it still had like some of the uh, wallpaper on this it. is the the house yes wow yes what an and, and the the party is shot inside the the house and the barn so the the party is shot inside the barn mostly but there is a scene in the house in the bathroom this really cool big bathroom with an open tub and these three windows really cool yeah nice wow that's so cool what a, what a cool place to to be during uh, filming and kind of on the, the note of people enjoying the set, do you have a, a favorite moment from production? Hmm. I would definitely say I enjoyed uh, staying up late with Adam after we wrapped and we'd just be uploading the footage or taking it off our cards and everything, putting it onto the hard drives and just be super tired, but just laughing about the day and all the things that, you know, we, we felt like went a little wrong, but like worked out eventually. And it was just a good time. Also, hanging out with everybody, you know, eating food for lunch and everything, getting to know the people I don't know as well. Yeah. Things like that. You make a lot of connections 
Yeah, that's awesome. So you're in the post-production stages right now. What do you, uh, beyond you know submitting it as your, your thesis film here at Ithaca College, what are you planning on, on doing with what we deserve? Festivals, uh, Warner Brothers, et cetera. <laughs> of course. So actually in my thesis class, we just talked about festivals and what we want to you know, move on, especially after college and things like that. A little daunting, but uh, I'm excited for it. So we definitely want to submit it to festivals because we invested a lot of time, a lot of Absolutely. Uh, money and things like that in yeah. our film. So yeah, we'll be... 100% submitting it to festivals. I'm excited for that. We haven't picked out which ones we want yet, but we're going to have to go take a little look after we're done editing. So Yeah, uh, where where are people going to be able to to watch this? So, if, if at all. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> so it's definitely going to premiere at the State Theater, uh, the thesis screening, December 11th, um, with Mark everybody else's. Yep, there's a lot of good thesis uh, films this year, so definitely pull up to that. You'll see ours, you'll see many other good ones. I've been seeing all the rough cuts, so I recommend all of them so far. Yeah, everybody make sure you get down to the, the State Theater on the Ithaca Commons. December 11th, mark those calendars. Uh, do you have a, 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 uh, a social media page for your project? Yeah, so I feel like a lot of films make their own for their project, but I kind of just figured why don't I just post all my stuff on just my personal one because I'm already posting all my other projects there and I already have a following there so why would I make a whole new one that will be struggling to gain any and then once the film is right. done it's just going to die anyway so I've just been promoting it on my own which is just my name Nico Stikos and uh, any, any uh underscores or dashes or just straight up Nico nope, Stikos just Nico Stikos that's the nice thing about my name nobody else has it <laughs> well there you go nice so we've talked about what we deserve where it's going, what you've been doing with it. Do you have any ideas in in progress that you've been brainstorming? What's what's next for Nico Stikos? Yeah, so I've been pretty busy with a lot of editing projects, of course, but I've been wanting to make uh, a lot more short films, but even shorter, minute to two minute things. I met this screenwriter about a month ago or so at my friend's birthday party and he seemed really excited but he doesn't have anybody to make his films so I've been talking to him he sent me a uh, little rundown on one of the ones he's working on and I got a little excited and so I want to come up with some ideas send it over to him maybe he writes them up and we collaborate on it and then make those just like one to two minutes so it's easy to shoot and don't have to have too big of a crew and just go out and rock them out and have a good time and make some content that we can all use so yeah and is that your your plan for you know a a career do you want to be kind of developing these these short form content or or do you have your your site set somewhere else yeah so i make a lot of pretty short content for musicians and uh pro audio companies and things like that just for promos or interviews or things like that but my dream right now is to find a band or an artist who needs a photographer slash cinematographer slash editor and just go on tour with them and, you know, make all their content. That would be yeah, my dream. I, I think we yeah. talked about that that last time. Same yeah. dream, sticking with it. it. Has that always been your dream or is that something you discovered here at Ithaca? Uh, definitely a lot more recently. I can't believe it's been a year. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, after going to three Youngblood concerts in five days and um, even before that, I really got into his photographer. He, is, he does great work does really great work. Um, 
and I met him. He signed my jacket, my leather jacket, and uh, I was like, whoa, he's pretty cool. Uh, I want to be like him. I want to go tour with an artist or something like that and make content and just be on the road traveling because I love traveling. I've been to over 17 countries, um, and like, sounds like the life for me. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, Nico, we're, we're coming to the end of the interview here. Is there anything that you want the people to know, anything you want to add? I would, I would say our character posters are dropping tomorrow, which is exciting. I have this guy, Alex, who makes great posters. I took all the shots on set for him, and then he just assembles them. And uh, So we have our character posters dropping tomorrow. We already posted the teaser poster. Uh, once the we have picture lock, then we are going to post a trailer as well, right before uh, thesis, the thesis screening the state theater so that's gonna be exciting so definitely just stay tuned for the updates and uh, let's get excited for everybody's films because there's a lot of good ones coming out and not just fiction ones documentaries and other things too so yeah absolutely everybody get excited for thesis screenings december 11th the state theater nico thank you so much for coming on the podcast it's been a pleasure thank you for having me again a year later it's uh it's nice to be back yeah it's good to be here on the podcast and people at home If you're listening to this and you or somebody you know is in entertainment and want to be on the show, make sure to email us at thedirectorschair at ictv.org. And who knows, maybe you could be on the director's chair. Beyond the Chair is a production of ICTV at Ithaca College, copyright 2022.